0: 88.9 FM in Irvine. Over. Roger, Roger, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Over. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Welcome back to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California. I hope you enjoyed the last show, but now you are listening to Curiosity, the only show on these airwaves that delves into the world of the paranormal, conspiracy, rarities, oddities, and the curious, through conversation. Today I am once again without a guest, but that is no problem because I have plenty of things to talk about today. Now... This is a rather interesting topic, especially if you're into um, extraterrestrial intelligent life. And what we're going to be talking about is the golden record. So over 40 years ago in 1977, NASA launched the Voyager 1 and Voyager 2. These two robotic probes were meant to study the outer solar system. And, actually, as of 2012, Voyager 1 became the first human-made object to enter interstellar space, traveling further than anyone or anything in history. So, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty big accomplishment for humankind. But, aboard both Voyagers is a golden record. And yes, a record like that you would play on a turntable, like a vinyl record, except... Not vinyl, made of gold. I don't know how well vinyl would hold up in space, but. Anyways, the purpose of this record is to help showcase Earth and humanity in a way. Its hope is that if any sort of life beyond our planet were to find it and play it, they can have an idea of what life on Earth is like and what humanity is and kind of just get an idea about what we're about. Now these two identical records, so it's the same record on each Voyager, were developed by multiple teams who decided not only what would go onto the record, but how to physically create it, since it would have to withstand being in space, and of course the long voyage, and the time, and all of that good stuff. So if you're interested, it is actually a gold-plated copper, it's 12 inches in diameter, and the cover is aluminum, and electroplated upon it is an ultra-pure sample of the isotope uranium-238, which has a half-life of 4.468 billion years, so it's, it's going to last a long time out there. Now... What everyone is wondering is, well, what's on it? What did humanity choose to put on to showcase what we are? So the contents were selected for NASA by a, com- a committee chaired by Carl Sagan. Of course, the one and only Carl Sagan we all know at the time at uh, Cornell University. So there is a wider range of media on this record. And it took almost a whole year to create, so they put a good amount of time and effort into it. It has 115 images, a variety of sounds, and songs. So, first let's get into the images. So, they start off pretty simple because we don't know exactly... Who is gonna find it and if they're gonna be able to understand the way we write our language, the way we do math and all that So the first images are plain black and white kind of sketches To help someone who has no idea what any of this is try to figure it out. So the very first uh, photo is Just a circle. That's what it is. It's just a black and white circle But then they get more interesting So there is a diagram of the Milky Way galaxy showing Earth's position. And there is also mathematical definitions. So it'll show like one dot equals one. And then, you know, two dots, two, three dots, three. And then three lines equals seven and so on. It shows a whole matrix. And then it shows things like, oh, two times three equals six. So hopefully they'll be able to understand that. And then there's also a variety of measurements, which, in fact, are all in the metric system. (laughs) Sorry, America, but I guess the aliens would want to know what most of the Earth uses. And there's also a diagram of the color spectrum, which is cool. Shout out to Jeremy. Uh, There are realistic photos of... The moon and other planets near us. There are diagrams of human DNA and showing like the double helix and whatnot. There's also chemical definitions of, you know, like the most common chemicals on Earth. Um, There is a diagram of a fetus and the different stages of a fetus over the nine months that it spends in the womb. There is also a diagram of an average man and woman and it shows in the woman she's pregnant so it shows you know honors like women are the ones who carry the babies and then it also shows average height for man and woman and there's also a family age diagram and all these pictures are not like pictures of actual people they are uh, just black and white like outlines so it doesn't show you know race or you know, any, anything like that. It also, there is also the one that shows a uh, family age. So they have, like, the grandma sitting down and it says 80 years old. And then, like, mom and dad, which are, like, about, like, it was, like, 30s and 40s. And then, like, kids of different ages, like, going down to, like, babies. So, like, six months, you know, four years. And just shows, like, the average age range between family and generations. And there's also a diagram of continental drift. So it shows like Pangea and, you know, how all the continents have separated into what they are today. There is also a diagram of vertebrae evolution, not just in humans and other things too. So all of those that I said before were diagrams, sketches, black and white, besides the color spectrum one. That one had a color in it, obviously. But then there was also a wide range of, like, actual film pictures in color. So one of them is Heron Island, which is near the Great Barrier Reef in Australia. Very beautiful. And you got the bright blues. You got, you know, classic island dream vacation picture. There's also a photo called Man of... Or Man From Guatemala... Which is just like a man, he's wearing a hat, and he's like (laughs) carrying something, and there's some trees in the background. Um, And all these pictures, by the way, are very 70s. Obviously, that's when they were created. This is like when all the pictures are from, so looking at them today, they're a little dated, but I find it endearing. There's also pictures of sprinters in the Olympics, Um, and it shows Valerie Barzov of USSR in lead. Um, there's a picture of a schoolroom and a teacher helping a student with their assignment. There's a picture of a supermarket and some there's a woman shopping for uh, fruits. There's photo of a fishing boat and these men casting out nets to catch fish. There's also a realistic diagram of eating. So there's someone licking an ice cream cone. There's someone eating what I think is toast and then someone drinking water, but they're drinking it kind of aggressively. Like, I don't know who actually drinks like that, but hopefully the aliens won't judge us too hard. Um, There are two pictures of houses. One is a brick house being constructed in Africa and there's like a team of people working and, you know, they're laying down the cement and building this. It's a small, but it's a brick house. And then also shows a modern, well, 1977 modern house that's actually in uh, Cloudcroft, uh, New Mexico. So it's probably still there. I wonder what the people who live in that house now think, that a photo of their house is just floating around in space. And who knows, maybe if it is found, that is the house they will visit first. So look out for that. There's also two photos of the UN building, one during the day and one during the night. There are photos of things like x-rays being taken, rush hour traffic, an airplane, radio telescopes, books, astronauts. There is photos of the Titan Centaur launch and even a photo of a violin with a musical score. I think that's a really good representation of earth of course that's not everything but I think it's a really good start I think it shows a lot of different facets and this is kind of what I would want to see if someone sent earth their own golden record so besides images there are also sounds so there are a lot of natural sounds So, things like rain, thunder, wind, uh, the ocean. Uh, There's also animal sounds, including things like bird songs and whale songs. There is also uh, human sounds, so like footsteps and laughter, which, by the way, was provided by Carl Sagan himself, so (laughs) take that as you will. And there was also spoken greetings, and there is a lot of them. There is over 55 and they are all in different languages, um, ancient and modern. So the most ancient would be Akkadian, which was spoken in ancient Sumer. And they're saying, may all be very well. And there's a large variety of languages. There's Burmese, Bengali, Czech, Dutch, English, and the English one, um, you can listen to them online too, if you're interested. It's actually a child speaking, and it says, hello from the children of planet Earth. A lot of them are, are kind of like, hello everybody, or heartfelt greetings. Um, in Hebrew, they're saying peace. Let's see, in Japanese, they say, hello, how are you? Italian, many greetings and wishes. In, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Nyanja, they say, how are all you people of other planets? And the most, I guess, modern language included was Wu, which was a new Chinese dialect, and they're saying, best wishes to you all. So I don't know exactly if they told them what to say or what they're saying is kind of a small reflection of their language and their culture, but I also find that very interesting that they included so many languages, and especially ones that aren't even spoken anymore, like Latin and Greek and, of course, Akkadian, but... You never know what's going to be closest to what they can understand. And even if they don't understand any of them, it shows them how diverse Earth is and how, how everything can be so different even though Earth can be thought of as kind of a small place. So besides sounds, there's also music. Like, lots of different music from different places on Earth. But, like, actual, like, music that you would think would be on a record. So, some of them include Bach. um, It was Brandenburg Concerto Number 2 in F, First Movement. There is also music from Senegal. There's an Australian (laughs) song. uh, An Aboriginal song called Morning Star and Devil Bird. So, a lot of the songs are... Either like folk songs or well-respected songs, classical songs, something that is like representative of that place on earth. And there has been some controversy because they thought, okay, well, we need to put something a little bit more modern. So they put on Chuck Berry's Johnny Be Good. A lot of people got mad and saying, oh, that's too too modern too hip that's like what the kids listen to and Carl Sagan's response to that was basically something along the lines of well yeah a lot of kids do listen to it and like aren't they representative of earth that's like a whole generation's like go-to song so why not put it on which I think is kind of funny but I think it's a good point point. and some of these songs are meant to not just show like what we can perform but to help under help other people understand what human emotion is like so to convey the emotion of loneliness they picked the song dark was the night written and performed by blind willie johnson and if you listen to it it you're going to be feeling pretty pretty lonely it's it's old blues so it, i think it's pretty pretty representative of what someone who's truly feeling sad and lonely would be feeling. Other songs on there include uh, Beethoven String Quartet Number 13 in B-flat, Melancholy Blues performed by Louis Armstrong and his Hot 7, Mozart, Bach, of course, in Mexico's El... Casabel, performed by Lorenzo, is also included Zeri Pygmy Girl's initiation song. So just songs that, from all around the earth, that help represent either their culture, emotion, or anything about what they wanted to put out there. And actually, if you're interested in seeing the pictures that I described earlier or a whole set list of everything that's on the record you can go online to voyager.jpl.nasa.gov that's a voyager.jpl.nasa.gov and they have a full um, description and you can see the images and have all the information you want so you can experience everything that's on the record. So, I think that the fact that this was even created is pretty amazing. A lot of people might think, oh, this is useless. You put a lot of time and effort into something that either is going to explode in space, it's going to rot before anyone finds it, or simply, well, there's no one out there to even find it. So, why put the effort into even putting this on? It's just some crazy dream even so I think it's amazing that we even did it that we cared enough and we were able to all like come together and create this because even say no one finds it maybe far off in the future when a lot of cultures and languages and you know things get lost over time People can listen to it even just back on Earth and try to learn or remember what humanity was at the time in 1977 and obviously before. So I think this is a pretty special record, if you couldn't tell. One thing that I saw was Carl Sagan said about the launch and the record was... The spacecraft will be encountered and the record played only if there are advanced spacefaring civilizations in interstellar space. But the landing of this bottle into the cosmic ocean says something very hopeful about this planet. So, that's kind of how I feel about it, too. I think he summed it up pretty well. And also, since this was in 1977, President Jimmy Carter had something to say about it too. So he said, This is a present from a small distant world, a token of our sounds, our silence, our images, our music, our thoughts, and our feelings. We are attempting to survive our time so we may live into yours. President Jimmy Carter. And I also think that quote is... It's pretty beautiful, I guess you could say. Now, perhaps you're listening, and you think, "Well, say these other intelligent life finds it. How are how on earth? How on earth <laughs> um, are they going to know how to even play it? Do they have records where they come from? Are they going to understand that?" this is will they have anything to play it on will they understand that this is something that can be played so in order to have that be taken care of is of course the cover which I talked about earlier now the cover shows a it has like an engraved picture of the record and a needle on it in the correct position of where it needs to start in order to be played it also describes exactly the correct rotation to be for it to be played if you know anything about records there's like 33 and a third and that's very important they don't want to be listening it too fast or too slow or else it would be even harder for them to understand It also shows what side to play, and there's also engravings. It's a very beautiful record if you look at it. They do have, I've seen people have like copies of it. I don't know if they're actually playable. I don't think they're made of actual gold, but hey, maybe they are. uh, Hanging in like their living rooms, or they have like a poster of it because it is very beautiful to look at. So, obviously, if (laughs) if you haven't caught on, I really like the idea of the golden record and the fact that we even made it and that this is an actual thing that exists. I think it says a lot about humanity and it's nice to know what we want to showcase about ourselves. I think if it is found one day and it is correctly played and understood, then it puts humanity in a good realm. It's like a good step forward. Again, if you want to look or listen to anything that's on the record, you can check out NASA's website and you can just google it. You'll find all this information about it. You can have a listen to it yourself. Thank you once again for tuning in. This is Theoriosity. If you have any requests on stuff you want to hear about, or maybe you would like to be on the show to talk about your experiences or your beliefs, or if you have something, you know, you want to share, you can go ahead and contact me on Instagram. It would be Theoriosity88.9. I'd love to hear from you guys. And Thank you once again for tuning in. And I suggest that you stay tuned in for the next show, which is the Art Club with Allie. And also, shout out to mine and Allie's cat, who is out getting fixed right now. I hope you are tuned in in the operating room. I hope everything goes good for you. Coromil. we will see you soon. Once again, this is Theoriosity. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Goodbye.